All right, everybody, welcome back to the BJJ 101 Story and Podcast. Um, today we have an awesome guest in Cass Maria Visink, where visit, uh, Lucas is coming back and visiting here again, helping us out, and I'm here again. So will we start with like a very, oh, I like to start with a generic question. Um, it's more like, just kind of like introduce yourself, talk mm. about like your upbringing and your childhood and stuff and that mm. type of thing, but then also like where you were kind of introduced to martial arts along the way. Mm. So grew up in Mongolia. Yes, exactly. How was that? Uh, it was good. It was actually really good. Uh, I always say like, uh, hey man, if I had to do it, if I could do it all over again, um, you know, reborn and everything. Yeah. I would do it with the same parents in the same place and everything. Okay. Like, because I, that's how it, it was good, amazing. How good it was. Amazing yes. childhood. Yes. Um, like right at the um, end of socialism. Okay. Yeah. You know, communism, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 80s, 80s um, Mongolia became democracy in, nine, in the 90, 1990. Okay. And 1991. Everything had changed, and uh, how old were you at the time? Uh, what is it, the seven, six, yeah, six or seven years yeah, old? Okay, yeah, yeah. I was uh, just starting school, yeah, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, no, the childhood was really very good. Uh, mom stayed home, father's in the mining, yeah, so he would always be traveling a lot. And um, when, when, when you have mom at home, uh, it's just the best childhood, in, my, sure. in my opinion, yeah. N- might not be best for her, but it's all out of love, man. They're happy, yeah, to do yeah, it. They're, they're happy yeah, yeah. No, it. she was definitely happy, yeah. uh, but uh, you know, a lot of sacrifice there is all of I'm course, man. Sacri- yeah. That's a part of life, though. Life yeah. is sacrifice, right? yeah, yeah. Pe- uh, you know, especially mothers, they they sacrifice a lot for their children and their family, you know? 100%. and she was uh, she she really she really did, um. Uh, sacrifice and uh, came up for us I guess you know so um, martial arts um, you know Bruce Lee right Bruce Lee was huge yeah. the all the uh, kung fu and karate movies but I was never a um, like a, never a martial arts guy yeah. I guess you know did you play other sports though so like let's say you're mm. six seven years mm. old communism has ended yeah. where you where, where, like are you are you playing sports at school now or you just play on the weekend soccer or something like what do you what do you yes do yes like? so no uh, very active guy like uh, coming growing up very active um there's uh, in mongolia that the the, the the there's the areas where the houses and stuff like uh, are in the um in the uh like uh how do you call this not developed area okay Almost like a, I don't want to say favela, but like uh, a slum type. Yeah, yeah, yeah almost yeah. like a slum. But yeah. I don't want to say that because it's there's no a ghetto. It's not really yeah ghetto. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not really like it's not really poor. It's just uh, it's just undeveloped. It's okay. just you know people just live there. You know? Yeah, and then um, uh, it's just fences. Yeah, bunch of fences everywhere. Like the f- fences made out of woods and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I would just, you know, just just climb fences, climb the houses, and then jump all the way down and stuff. And then one summer, I got this uh, 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 liver jaundice. Uh, it's that uh, illness where your liver gets messed up. Okay. And then you turn yellow. Okay, wow. Yeah, yeah yellow, green almost, yeah. you know. And I got a, like, I think the kids in the area, like, like eight, nine kids all got it. Yeah. that summer I think so I probably got it from them and then the jumping I think I don't think helped at, at all yeah um and then I got it I got a real serious one and I had to be in the hospital for like over a month okay yep and then every time it would get better or whatever I would you know go to my go back to my own ways and start jumping and stuff and then my mom had to pretty much um like uh, strangle me down or something, you know, like almost like I had to. So from then on, it was no sports for me, man. Okay, so she's like, you're getting sick all the time, so yeah, stop yeah. doing this stuff. It's yeah, causing you to get yeah, sick. Yeah, right. so so I was not a real sports. So how does what does that like illness do? Like what exactly? So it, uh, uh, I actually don't know. 
<laughs> but it messes up your liver bad. Okay. Like, That's big why they time. Turn, turn yellow or green. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I think the the blood's not flowing or whatever. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the kidneys and the liver have like something to do with the purification of your blood. Blood. Yeah. yeah. Or filtration of your blood for sure. Yeah. Exactly. And then you know the uh, filtration of the food and stuff. Okay. So, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know, but it was kind of uh, rampant <laughs> during those couple of years. In, where, in Mongolia? Yeah, in my city, okay. even maybe. And and there's like, you know, like every year there's some other stuff, yeah. you know. So there was there was that. And then there was uh, one year when I was uh, growing up was um, the uh, pig. The, uh, I don't know what, what, what what's called. Like you get like a bumpy... Uh, either here or there like the glands like the yeah lymph, yeah lymph so so there's another one of those <laughs> contagious ones where you kind of get this and then i got that as well so like yeah. you know it's like every every <laughs> couple of years there's this outbreak of something uh, right and i would get it so yeah. so yeah so uh, it was like swimming yeah. I, I that's what i did like throughout and then the um bicycles i would ride bicycles. Right. okay like competitively or just no like, no no just uh yeah for just, fun yeah exactly. so with and what about the swimming mm -hmm. the swimming was competitively or is it just like jumping no no just the goons just, just and everyone else is like training and stuff i would be playing in the corner okay, okay, would, okay. so that's what i'm saying like i'm i wasn't that a it was more recreational yeah, yeah not a sports guy really mm. And uh, the the other funny stuff it probably will halt the conversation to a stop, why, why? screeching stop. But the other funny stuff is I hated the uh, wrestling, grappling. Okay, right. I just hate it. Like my father would put the the Mongolian national wrestling is huge <laughs> in Mongolia, right? Yeah. And then we do uh, this um, Independence Day holiday, Natam. Okay. So on uh, July. Um, 11th and 12th every year it would be Nadam and then they would, we would do the three games you know the wrestling uh, bow and arrow yeah. shooting right and then horse racing right okay and it's once a year so my father wants to watch it and then I would go crazy because uh, you know I didn't I don't I didn't watch like watch on TV you know of. yeah exactly yeah. I, my father wants to sit down have a good time I would go crazy right? like, so, I don't know what this is no 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 not like that yeah. I can't do that yeah. right? no, no, <laughs> but, but just in my own way I would be like ah, I don't want to watch this <laughs> okay, okay. and then all of a sudden uh, the, the the more I grew up the more I grew up um, all of my friends and associates was becoming like you know either a judo guy or a wrestler yeah. or a uh, mongolian um, you know national rest, yeah. uh, wrestling wrestler i guess yeah. and um you know all we started talking about is just wrestling and you know just the sports in yeah. general yeah. and that's when i kind of started kind of you know growing into it yeah and then i would start. how old were you at this time 25 okay so like later yeah yeah, yeah yeah so all before that not interested this is boring weird i'm not interested in this no. just something else like mm. was mongolia considered like a third world country at the yes. time uh, at now even yes we now, are okay so it's yes. considered a third world country mm -hmm. what so what was like the national sport is it judo is it like mongolian <clears throat> wrestling or is yeah, it yeah no no that's a good one that's <laughs> yeah. a good one uh so any kind of grappling wrestling you know yeah just, we are into it yeah you know and uh um i guess first ever olympic medal was a silver in wrestling okay back in the 60s yeah and um so okay. actually that guy would have been famous yeah, yeah you know he so so this is uh hakuho Okay. Yokozuna Hakuho, okay. he was the grand champion in sumo, yeah. just retired. Yeah. So his his father, um, Munkpat, Jigjit yeah. Munkpat, um, he was the guy who got the first uh, medal, know, Olympic medal. Yeah. And then uh, he would be the um, like five-time Mongolian <coughs> national wrestling champ. champ. Yeah. And, you know, just huge guy all over, right? Yeah. And then his son... When he, when Hakuho, when he, when he first went to Japan to pursue sumo, yeah. nobody wanted him because yeah. he was this uh, just lanky, you know. Uh, Didn't have the right body type. Yeah, yeah, underweight, all of that jazz, right? And he was like, you know, he tried and tried, you know, yeah. with different schools and whatnot, and uh, nobody wanted him. And then he actually 
was ready to go back home. And then in his own words, he gave this interview, and then he's, in his own words, he was like, oh, I was, I'm going to go back home, and I'm going to train, and I'm going to get the uh, first gold in judo. He thought in his, yeah. in his mind. Yeah. And then he actually had bought gifts and stuff for, for mom because he, he was trying to go back home, right? And then, like, the last day, one of the... <clears throat> one of the Mongolian sumo guys that were um, uh, in sumo in, in Japan. Yeah, yeah. He knew of his father. He yeah. knew his story. So he, like, brought the brought the kid to a sta stable and then be like, hey, guys, you, you need to take a chance on this kid because his father is this huge guy, mm. you know, in, in wrestling. And, um, you know, you need to, like, consider him. And then they took a chance on him and he just took off yeah yeah he, he never looked back yeah. yeah he was so he broke all the records so for, for for example this one it says 40 yeah this is this his um commemorates his 40th victory so they do this uh like one month basho basho yeah. do you know how sumo works like one month off and then one month Okay. Basho, one no. month off one no. month I yeah so know. yeah so yeah. it's like this uh, tournaments yeah, yeah you know yeah throughout right yeah and then you have to um you know have like a two to 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 uh to maintain your rating in certain ranking yeah. rating sorry ranking yeah. yeah you have to win like over a certain period of time yeah yeah like uh, certain amounts of bouts during the month yeah so um or else you, you get stripped of your ranking and then you go down the, uh, the lower levels. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. And then you. I know, remember watching in Japan on TV. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it was yeah. like the month of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's it's certain months and stuff, yeah. and then in certain cities. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> um, what what were we talking? You were talking about his commemoration. Oh yeah, 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 yeah They yeah, took yeah, a chance yeah, on him. Yeah. <laughs> they took a chance on this guy, and yeah, he's, yeah. he so, became a monster. So yeah. he, yeah, yeah. So. Um, uh, uh, he would, uh, I think uh, overall 45 wins yeah. and then for 45 wins means, uh, it's 45 months, like 45 big, like not 45 bouts. Yeah. 45 he won every month. He, yeah, yeah, exactly. So he was dominating everybody. He dominated. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. And then, and then it's a, it's a tough one because like, uh, you know, longevity wise, any martial arts is tough, right? Yeah, on yeah. your body yeah. and all that. So he was, I guess, you know, being a son of a big champion, I guess he, you know, had longevity in mind, I guess, from the mm. get go. Yeah. So he would, when, when he would train and stuff, like people would, like these are like heard stories. Like people would go come out of the training, start drinking cold Coca Cola and stuff, yeah, yeah. and he would be drinking like green tea. Yeah, like healthy. Know, yeah, healthy yeah, 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 yeah. Like Very like good. warm green tea and stuff. You know what I mean? Like so. Yeah, he maintained his longevity, and then after you know he's later, later, um, later in his career. Yes, his like knees and stuff were yeah all messed like up. Anybody. He had to yeah recover a lot miss a lot of uh bashos and stuff mm. and then um at some point uh he was um um missing a lot of bashos and only yokozuna in the game at some point so he had to be in the in the uh tournaments because no yokozuna there so you know what's um, yokozuna so yokozuna is that you know the uh, the champ okay yep right. yep the champ yep. all right so he was a champ at the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The only one. Yeah. And then uh, you have to like win a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And then the commission, the sumo commission, has to approve you and yeah, stuff yeah. to become your kazuna. Yeah. And to do that, your personality and all of that has to match. Okay. Like if not, you get yeah. stripped of your uh, ranking. title, ranking, yeah, whatever. Title. Or yeah. the the main guy. Yeah. So just another question. It's more to do with like the Mongolian. Um, sporting and, and martial arts and stuff like mm. is that like offered in schooling or does every father and, and like <clears throat> teach their kids like because it seems to be like you know they're always doing well in judo they're always doing well in wrestling yeah, yeah. and like you're saying this is the most focused on sports as any type mm. of grappling whatever jiu-jitsu now as well there's a bunch of athletes that go and compete regularly yes. at all the ajp stuff and mm. um you know world championship events and stuff and there's um they're always always um 
go in groups and that it's very yeah. tight kind of unit of people yeah. that operate like that's something that i um find really uh like impressive and admirable is just how like man like even with the like there's a there's a bunch of mongolian guys here that mm. are trained here but just how family oriented everything is and how close everyone is together all the time like mm. you don't really see that in a lot of the western countries mm. um so like w w what do you think like breeds that kind of culture yeah so i think that that really goes back to the uh just uh i guess you know uh, the differences between the east and the west yeah and in the west it's you know individualistic you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know what quite I mean? selfish actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's just that different right individualistic. i don't know man i would, <laughs> I, would, I, would I would i wouldn't say individual being too polite You're being too and then, polite and right? then and then uh and then uh in in the east in the east it's that collectivist you know it's yeah. it's all uh one for all type yeah, yeah. you know what i mean and uh all you, for the all for the country all yeah, for the great yeah, yeah. yeah. i think the the, the, the poorest the country is more people get together to like grow and improve as like uh person you know yeah but also they're happy they're happy for each other to succeed man like it's only mm. it's only in like western nations here where like people are un unhappy or angry that you did well you know, yeah. what I mean? like, you know what i mean like if someone's in your village or in your town in your city and they do well everyone celebrates the person man they celebrate this person they're like oh my god even even japan which isn't a isn't a third world country like yeah man they celebrate people doing well like oh, man they're, they're, they're so happy yeah. that someone from their place or their friend or they know the person that succeeded uh. man here it's almost as if they're unhappy that the person they know they're pissed off and annoyed that the guy they know did well and you're like what the hell is going on bro stressed to be celebrating this person yeah, yeah, yeah. upside down yeah, yeah but i think that's interesting but like going back to like the martial arts stuff is like is it like offered in all schools is there clubs yeah. everywhere like how yeah. does it work because in in japan like you're talking about with the sumo and stuff sumo is offered in like pcyc it's yes, everywhere yes. judo is the same thing yeah. jiu-jitsu is very different jiu-jitsu is more private oh. it's not funded or given for free oh. like for judo you can do it at school university you can do it at pe like um like uh, what do you call it like province provincial clubs there's mm. clubs for it set up everywhere for you to go mm. and learn and it's quite cheap mm. Mm. To go and train jujitsu in in Japan is expensive. Oh, is it? Because it's private. It's a private business, so they have to uh. pay somebody. There's no government funding. There's no. Mm. There's no resources to help for for jujitsu. That's why judo is so strong. Yeah, that's why sumo is so yeah, big. Yeah. It, and like the other stuff is a little bit more niche. There's not as many people doing it because it, man, it's just a loan on the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, similar, similar picture, right? Uh, whatever is prevalent, it's gonna get the government uh, help, know, help, whatever. Um, so, yeah, so judo and uh, wrestling were big throughout, and uh, you know, just because of the Olympic status, right? Mm. And then the uh, national wrestling would be big because of the uh, you know how we kind of look up. But this is a different stuff. style of wrestling, the Mongolian the, the national, national wrestling. Yes, it is different. Uh, it has its own <coughs> uniform. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so and then you only have to you know uh, just uh, how do you throw the guy down? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to pin or nothing. Yeah. There's no ground game. You just you, push him down onto the bottom. Exactly, exactly, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the uniforms, those are like, a, like it's. I think it's similar to a tougher than gi. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and then tighter than gi too. Yeah. So like, if you try to get your finger in, and, and the guy would, uh, you know, we do weird. Your your fingers are. You can hurt. Your yeah, fingers, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like if you watch the um, the um, the the comps and whatnot. Uh, when 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 you throw down when they throw down the guy and then try to get the hands out they almost like yank him you know? yeah yeah like the guy is like oh because because he wouldn't get out it's tight yeah, yeah it's too it's tight it traps the body yeah. but like with, the, there's, with, there's, with, yes, yes. with this like do they have like actual clubs set up for everyone to go and train or everyone just trains <laughs> by themselves like yeah, with each other yeah. like how does it actually work in terms of the training yes <laughs> uh, yes so it's it's uh it's uh so back in the socialist days right it's yeah. like almost like a uh, like a state program kind of thing uh, okay like you know you're told to go kind of you know almost 
So it was everybody that. meets at this place on Wednesday exactly. night, and we all wrestle. Exactly, right, exactly. Right. You know, back back then. Yeah. So a lot of people still have that mentality where you know it's like almost you know if the government says so, you follow kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's still ingrained. So a lot of that is still there. But then there's that generation growing up is going to be different because they're yeah. free, yeah, yeah. more freer. They don't understand why the why do I have to do it because the, the government said so or whatever. So that's there. The, uh, the, the, the question to where, you know, how prevalent is it? Yes, there's, there's, there's you know, state stuff. There's, there's, there's uh, local stuff. And um, uh, Olympics, t- 2008, Beijing Olympics. Yeah. First Mongolian gold was won in uh, judo. Yeah. Uh, 100, I think it was... Plus hundred, yeah. Nadin uh, Shumbayer, huge, um, huge day for Mongolia. Uh, August twenty fourth, I want to say, and uh, he he won the gold. Like everybody burst into celebration. It was just freaking like everybody was in the streets, just wow. Mm. And then uh, <laughs> that same year, uh, another guy wins gold. For Mongolia in boxing as well. Okay. In, in the Olympics? Or yeah, in, Olympics, yeah. yeah, in boxing. But because boxing goes throughout the whole thing, yeah. you know, one bout every day, mm. he was, he only won, won, the, won his medal maybe right at the end eight, of Yeah, eight days later or yeah. something. So his was like kind of. Not as big. Not, not, I forgot not about as it. big. It wasn't the first one. The, the first one in the history <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. was like, you know, just a couple, some days ago. So it was like... But it, also yeah. it was a, it was a grappling martial art too. Yeah. And that's something yeah. that's interesting to talk about because so like... Na- yeah. So now judo is huge out mm. there because, you know, people saw that. And then there's a lot of incentives to where, you know, if you win uh, world titles and Olympic titles and whatnot in judo, uh, wrestling... There's, you know, the government would pay some salary for the rest of your life kind of thing. Oh, wow. So, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that incentive there. After that, there's, you know, little, those little programs that are there. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. the judo stuff and the wrestling stuff's building as they do better. They keep putting more yes. into it. And that's very yeah. interesting. Very yep. interesting. Yep. Um, yeah, man. Like, that's really cool because there's a bunch of, like, Mongolian athletes that always travel that obviously have a very good judo base that I have mm. seen at major competitions. Mm. Um, yeah, but I just think it's, it's like, this is, th- I think this is, again, like another cultural thing. It's so, um, it's just so normal for them to, like, that. most of them just encourage wrestling so much. Like, yeah. I remember going to the tournaments and stuff. And they all, again, they all go as a big family. Like the wife might yeah. be there, yeah. the husband's there. Then maybe the wife and husband both compete. They're yeah. both jiu-jitsu, uh, yeah. you know, judo athletes and jiu-jitsu competitors. And they might have three or four little kids. And the kids are going crazy, man. Like wrestling yeah. in the out, in the pool yard. Like, and it gets heated. Like it's getting serious. They're getting angry with each other. And the dad watches there like this. And he's like, yeah, proud. good, proud that they're making force and bashing each other. Yeah. And then he goes back to whatever he's doing. But it's just fun how like they value yeah like it's like natural stuff like they might get angry with each other or hurt someone or punch one of them in the nose and give them a blood nose or whatever and angry and then they like settle down and he's like hey man that's too much whatever but it's not this like politically correct like soft like like the people are going to like die if you sneeze in their direction or whatever um i just don't understand that like it's such a huge contrast it's like yeah. And I think like Lucas was saying before, people that come from like tough situations, they're generally more um, robust people because you mm. have to be, you have to be. But mm. they're also just like more balanced. You know mm. what I mean? They're not like extremely crazy views and stuff like yeah. that. They have very like normal views. Like yeah. I think only here where life's really easy in Western countries yeah. and there's no real struggle yeah. that people develop these insane views because you've got too much time to sit there and think about bullshit i agree do you know what i mean so like i just think it's really interesting but like you know they might be doing crazy stuff and bashing each other but everyone's happy man and even if they upset each other even with the children like they three minutes later they're all good and happy and laughing again like i think that's the way it's supposed to be man i i agree i agree there's so i bet i'm on this um i'm on this uh phase where you know i'm reading about a lot the uh you know how human history 
uh, have developed has developed until yeah. now. And then when we talk about history, we you know usually teach and talk about history. We usually talk about the last maybe six thousand years. Okay, you know, not longer than that. Yeah. But we have been around maybe at least you know a million years, right? Yeah, yeah. But then um, you know maybe. We can't go that far because there's no evidence. Yeah, there's no recorded yeah, exactly. history. Yeah, exactly. It's tough. So at least let's just say, let's just say that we have been around at least half a million years, you know, yeah. 500,000 years. Yeah. And 500,000, you know, when you say 500,000, like in years, man, yeah. that's, long time, that's a long-ass long time. time. Yep. And then imagine we have been... And only 6,000 years of it is recorded. So exactly. You, you, and then we, yeah. we only talk about that. And then when you say history, we always kind of think, oh, that's history. But then if you start thinking in that 5,000 year terms... 500,000, yeah. 500, yes, yeah, sorry. Um, you know, how like how we developed to, you know, to, to, to where we are mm. now. Like, yeah. oh, we should Evolution. Be, mm. I don't think, yeah, I don't think we have been eaten three times a day, you know. Yeah, maybe not. Who knows? You we, we, yeah, you know man, I mean? some people, yeah, probably you're right. Like hunter-gatherer, yeah. you would eat like, you know, when you got something. Yeah, exactly. You might go two, three days without eating and then eat a huge meal and then you're yeah. full for two days. Who knows? Yes. But like, I think I think you're right. Like, we've got a lot of like views and ideas and beliefs based on like a theory, but like we don't really know that much to be, yeah. to, to be honest. And also not only that, like a lot of people's beliefs and views now are based on like, like, um, you know, an idea like oh, equality or this and that yeah. and da, da, da. Like, look, man, life's always been unfair. Yeah. And man, I was having this conversation yesterday with um, Tim and Jess, um, who's been on the podcast before, both of them. But like, they were talking about like some of the stuff happening in in the world, and you know, men and women and all this stuff. And it's like a bit of conflict, like in Western countries mm. anyway. Like mm. again, I, I go to I went to Abu Dhabi <laughs> recently. I've been to Japan a bit, like. That these countries don't have these issues, you know what I'm mm. saying? It's only the first world Western countries that have issues that like the sexes can't even get along. Like you're yeah. like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, yeah. Like all the other places on the planet, everyone's fine. Like they're having families and yeah, you know, yeah. like life's life's not too bad. But <clears throat> um, like the world's never been fair. Yeah, and like, I think everyone's always had their way to get what they wanted. Like it, it, you can't compare a mouse to a cat and then say oh well we're gonna like genetically modify the mouse to give it claws and like it, it's just unrealistic delusional mm. stuff and it's like that's the way like kind of men and women interact a lot of the time too like we're completely different animals the psychology of really, how we yes, think is yes, different and yes. there's a lot of literature and information to to prove that i just think that like people try too hard in a, a privileged scenario where they don't have any problems so they create mm. their own problems man <laughs> they create their own problems They're like there is no issue so all right let's make yeah. one and the one that we're making is like we have to be perfectly even and equal, equal in every way and it's yeah. like what no we don't we're different it's all good it's all good like all right yeah. you know men are like this women are like that they're different they do different things they think different things it's all good it's all good like it's not a it's not an end of the world you know what i mean but yeah i just think that's a really um not a very sustainable or efficient view to have like it doesn't lead to anywhere positive yeah. it just leads to more problems so i think people should just focus on like positive things that they can actually control in their life instead of like trying to recreate the world to suit what they think it should, should be, be yeah. it is what it is man deal with it you can't mm. change the world i don't if i don't like that the sky's blue too bad mm. oh i want it to be red all right let's shoot red um, uh, yeah, um, ink into the sky and flares into the sky <laughs> to make the sky red no that's stupid man it's a waste of time and there's also going to be some type of negative that's, towards that so that's that's very zen of you like uh you know uh there's this uh what series and then there's this gal trying to like focus and sit down and meditate or whatever and yeah, yeah. The, the noise in the city is terrible right yeah, yeah. and then the goo was a guru or a doctor yeah and then he goes, hey, 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 man, like, that the noise is never going to go away. Man. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and, and stop they, trying to change shit. You yeah, can't change yeah, it. Like, yeah. you know, that kind of gives her perspective. And then yeah. she's like, oh, and then she kind of centers. Yeah. And then from then on, she starts like, oh, I, I can actually die down the noise. It's, it's like, 
it's not me. Uh, it's not the noise. It's yeah. me, really. You know, focusing on the noise. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I, I think agree, in, man. in mm. uh, Western countries, uh, people don't have enough problems, so they need to create problems for themselves. <laughs> As when when you're born in a poor country, like I was born in Brazil. Mm. People they they have real problems like mm. yeah they don't have if, money they don't have food if they, they don't have, work yeah. they won't get food to uh, eat tomorrow you yeah, know yeah, yeah. so it, it creates a meaning for life so there's they can't think of, of another like creating problems of their lives yeah, you yeah know? they can't so, think about like not getting they, along with their wife because they already whatever, have like, enough have to. problems yeah. to yeah. survive you know yeah yeah um, um, really quickly on the uh, on the uh, hunter gatherer stuff yeah. right so. Um, in in South Africa, there's this oasis yeah. in that desert, Kalahari Desert, yeah. right? And then it seems like in, it's it's in the middle of the desert. So yeah. when a bunch of the uh, colonialists came in and uh, they started farming in the area, they get, didn't get to the to the oasis. It seems like, and because it's in the middle of the desert, so it wasn't you know real farmable, I guess. Yeah. So they there's this like tribe of people that's in the oasis. Like yeah, almost like left alone, kind of for for the longest. Yeah, and then in the fifties and sixties, scientists went in there and started uh, interacting with those people. Yeah, and then they think that uh, you know that their way of life have been around for like the five hundred thousand years, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So those guys, right? Those guys would uh, kind of tell their tell their experience with the farmers and all of that jazz, and then you know what the farmers say. Farmers are Western guys, right? Yeah. They say, "Oh, those are like very childlike, you know, primitive people, like, yeah, whatever, people, yeah. whatever, yeah. right?" And then the uh, the um, indigenous people, they would think of the farmers that you know, hey, these guys have, you know, wives, kids, house, food, you know, uh, wine, car, like everything, yeah. but never happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Never happy. And then that's what they like. That's what they noticed the most, right? And then there's these kinds of, um, you know, um, uh, experiences recorded throughout, to where you know you bring some indigenous guys uh, into the uh, you know developed world, yeah. uh, or vice versa. It's always these you know experiences where you know the Western guys were like, they're always together. Why are they always together? You know, because in the West you're always alone, alone by yourself. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Doing like, your own thing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then a lot of people, like a lot of people, like uh, go to America, and uh, f especially from these uh, Eastern, you know, collectivist type of countries. And then first thing they noticed, and myself included, is how lonely it is mm. in America. Like yeah. you know. It's just, you're just not, like, you're not, you know, you watch all these movies and all of that, you grow on that, right? Mm. And then they it picks, paints a picture for you, like, you're always with your friends, you're hanging out, you're having a good time. Mm. You go over there, it's not the you science. don't see that. Yeah, yeah. It's not real. It's no, fake, yeah. yeah. It's a movie. So it's way different than, like, and then... Uh, e even to the point where, like, at the uh, airport, when they, when they first flown into America... Mm. So bunch of Spanish guys just checking your passports. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, where, where am I, man? I hope I'm not in Mexico because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm worried now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I landed. I'm yeah, not exactly. gonna fall asleep on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna change up a little bit yes. the, the subject because um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, you had a lot of uh, background with like having uh, family friends doing wrestling and stuff but yes. he never like did wrestling yourself yes but um tell tell us a little bit when you moved to australia yes how how you started jiu-jitsu why you started jiu-jitsu i yeah. want to know a little bit about that yeah so that's like the every guy's story nowadays i think you know ufc blow up right yeah and, and then joe rogan came around right yeah and you start hearing jiu-jitsu here jiu-jitsu 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 yeah right and then the other story was i i was living in california and i was trying to look into some martial arts right 
How, how old? Because you said you so started to talk about this stuff yeah, at like 25 or whatever. That's that's tw- <coughs> 2017. So probably, tw- what's 2017? Like five, six, five seven, seven years ago, right? <laughs> with this with this <coughs> pandemic, the other thing you notice is with this pandemic, we have been like last three years, nobody's noticing. Like every time we think about something we, and you go, oh, it's it was probably two years ago. No, it's five years ago. yeah. yeah, yeah. Because, you know, this... Yeah, because no one did anything. Yeah, it's the yeah, same yeah, for three years. It's, yeah. it's just gone by. But anyway, so 2017-ish, I think, when, when I... Uh, 2016... When you were in the US looking for martial arts. Yes. Okay. And then there was this place, uh, and they had a jiu-jitsu and kickboxing. And then I was, like, looking at the jiu-jitsu. It was just the guys in gi just uh, like laying around right mm. <laughs> in my untrained eyes right mm. i i don't think i have heard about the, uh, i was big on ufc by then even so it's just yeah kickboxing for me you know mm. and then i would go in there uh kick the bags punch the bags and then work with the work with the trainer yeah. on the uh, Pads different and combinations stuff. Yeah. and stuff yeah. and it was nice um you know kicking around and whatnot so that was the first like you know like close call yeah. Uh, and then moved back to Mongolia 2018. Now I'm 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 on Joe Rogan. I'm big on bigger on UFC, and uh, you know, just trying to learn the sport of BJJ because uh, it looks like a lot of movements going on. Mm-hmm. And I love the uh, you know was there jujitsu in Mongolia at the time or not? Yeah, exactly. So okay. there was this uh, so uh, the club. So he has a uh, his father, uh, the, the the big champion had a school. Okay. So they kept the school around, and that school has you know uh, Mongolian national wrestling, judo. wrestling, judo. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then uh, maybe karate, yeah. I think. And then jujitsu. Brazilian jujitsu. They, they were starting jujitsu there, and um, one of the two or three clubs at the time yeah. at the time in Mongolia. And I, I go over there and, uh, um, uh, you know, just like three times, I think. And then I was like huge. I was, I was very fat at the time, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, real American fat. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cheeseburgers every day fat. Yes, yeah. yes. Cheeseburgers three times a day with chips, you know. Uh, the, 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 fries. Yes, yes. Yeah. No, the the like the the chips on in the in the in, the, in the back, yeah, uh, yeah the, crisps those. or crisps, chips. yeah, yes, they call exactly, crisps exactly, yeah, yeah, crisps down here, yeah. yes, it's chips out there, yeah, 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 yeah chipsy yeah. as well, but yeah, yeah. No, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyhow, um, do that, and uh, you know they would like the instructor would, sh- uh, the professor would show me like a smaller guy, like hey, uh, you know, Coach get out him. of his guard, yeah. right? I don't understand the word guard. Like, you know, what is it? And then he's like, yeah, get out of his legs. And I'm not getting, like, what What do you mean get out of the legs? But you don't do that, right? You just go and uh, do whatever. So I get in the closed guard, and then I'm trying to get out. Like, I don't know what to do. The guy, like, looks small, right? And I'm like, ah, oh, this guy, you know, I'm probably just push him down and get out. No, it doesn't happen that way, right? <laughs> He's manipulating me. And, you know, maybe 20 seconds I'm gassed, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? So, so yeah, the, the, the professor was like, yeah, man, start working on the basic moves. And uh, it's, it's this, um, you know, just uh, rotating around, and, you know, just uh, solo drills. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was really into it and, uh, you know, sweating a lot. And uh, moved down here, met Munksuk. And the first thing I noticed is his hands, goddammit, the oh, jiu-jitsu hands, yeah. yes. And I'm like, do you, do you, do you grapple? It's like, yeah, I do jiu-jitsu. I'm like, oh, wow, 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 wow. And then he's like, oh, you into it? Yes, I am. And then he's like, yeah, I will take you to to our uh, open mat. And uh, rest is, <laughs> rest rest is, is history. Yeah. <laughs> rest is history. Three years. Yeah. Three years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your experience being training at, like, the different gyms? Like, what have you noticed? Like, some gyms, like, every gym yes. is different, you know what I mean? So, like, what would you say... Because we have this question a lot for mm. people that like a, you're, you're kind of more like, you know, 
confident you went out and found a gym and started but yep. a lot of people want to do it they hear they listen to joe rogan yeah or they like you know listen to this or that but they don't know how to like get there they're kind of like worried like oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so what did you do like how did you just go there and do it yeah no so uh, that's a that's a that's a very amazing question because a lot of the other sports actually have a lot of egos or you know like you show up brand new people make fun and you know really a lot of other sports are okay. like that right like uh you try to play basketball and then you're you're not good at it people would give you a lot of you know grief yeah. a lot of grief Make you man. Feel bad, yeah. yeah and then you don't want to go back the next day because because yeah. they you know they singled you out or whatever right mm. jiu-jitsu wasn't like that at all yeah like the the guy who uh, who I was in the close guard of. He wasn't like, oh, you dumbass or yeah. whatever. No, he wasn't yeah. like that, right? So he was very egoless to where, you know, I, I was, I was like, felt uh, very welcome to be in their yeah. presence, right? Yeah. And then the other thing, the difference between the gyms, I think the difference between Mongolia and here is, in Mongolia, it's like two hours, three hours. Sessions. A yeah. session, yeah. yeah. And then an hour of drilling right. and, uh, ex- you know, the running That's around. that communist system coming back. Yeah, right? exactly. Get it done. <laughs> Get it done. Yes. Be good. Like, like yeah. 20 guys just running around, just just uh, rolling and yeah. just... And uh, that's different, you know? Yeah. And then I come here. It's like, he, again, this is more serious <laughs> hard work. Power. Here it's more like... Oh, then I would like. Oh, my neck's a bit sore. My back's a bit sore. I need to do this. Can, yeah. can I skip the warm ups? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to skip the warm ups. I'm not doing two hours of warm ups and shoulder rolls and getting thrown. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Over there, it's like, yeah, if you die, you die, man. Yeah. <laughs> if you die too bad, we'll, there's another guy ready to fill your spot. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll just roll you over and then roll and, and wipe the mat a bit. Next one, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, um, so it's yeah, a bit more, so, so a bit it's, more serious there. so it's it's yes in, in that terms and uh, people are physique and the bodies are way way more chiseled than uh, what you would find uh, here in western countries o- in general o- over here you know you see chiseled guy or whatever it's always rugby he's coming out of that rugby and you know what I mean yeah. or, or bodybuilding right yeah uh over there it's yeah it's in general though like do you find they, that the the body like you know what i mean if you want to talk about that type of stuff yeah and that's why there's a lot of talk about a bunch of stuff that's happening now about body positivity and all this garbage like western countries have got a really poor health scenario like mm. most women are out of shape most men are out of shape like the the rate of obesity and like people that are overweight is like 60 70 percent it's huge yes you know what i mean yes. australia's I think Australia at one point was like the worst in the world, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, like Australia was really bad. I don't know if it still is, but like most Western countries have got like conventions set up where you don't um, hold people accountable for their bad choices. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like if you... It's too free. Yeah, if you're yeah. if you're too sexual and you ruin all your partnerships and marriages, it's like, oh, you're just exploring yourself. If you're too fat and unhealthy and whatever, oh, you, you love your curves, love your curves, girl, or whatever. Like, it's just like all the... No, man, it is. It's really... It's, if, if you're terrible at sports and you're terrible at these things, oh, it's all right. Here's a participation trophy yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so, like... Yeah. I just think so. You don't try hard, even. No, you don't try hard because yeah. you, you're not you're not encouraged to, and and also you're actually taught and told that. Well, trying hard isn't even important. You're special the way you are. Uh, mm. No, you're not. You're not <laughs> special, actually. Everyone's the same. Everyone's mediocre until they work hard to get better than that. Yeah. And like encouraging people and telling people that they're special just for existing, I think is wrong. It, it, yeah. it hurts the society, man. I agree. You, you raise a bunch of people that are just like entitled and believe that they deserve everything just for existing. Well, mm. actually, no. Mm. You want a good marriage? Better work hard to do that. Mm-hmm. You want a good business? You better work work hard to do that mm. you, you don't deserve things just for existing sorry mm. whoever told you that has damaged your life man mm. i think it's really dangerous man seriously mm. and like even just to do with the fitness stuff like mm. i think you will find that the majority of people are generally healthier and fitter in most other countries mm. it's in western countries where things are so easy mm. and you know how you said like everyone's unhappy all the time yeah. i talked with eddie foster who's again he's been on the podcast before mm. the other day and he was talking about like dopamine Mm. and like 
every, every like so dopamine's a driving force behind everything you do mm-hmm. because it's like a, it's the chemical that makes you feel good or, or it's how it's yes. also what drives addiction and stuff like that but like what used to happen was is like you would feel like all right you know oh you know things are slow or i'm hungry or whatever mm. and then like you know I, i'm hungry i need to get food so you would go out and find food you'd go and catch an animal or whatever and you'd have a huge dopamine spike yes because you've done something active and interactive and whole, <gasps> i'm yes. chasing a gazelle yes. or whatever and you kill it and whatever and then you have a low moment of dopamine where you drop that back down and then you become because of the high of the dopamine you it's like drugs it's yeah, the same yeah, thing yeah, as drugs yeah, yeah. it's just a chemical reaction that is naturally occurring in your body instead of taking a substance yep and then on that low you go oh shit mm. you know i feel low i need to do something mm. so dopamine dopamine motivates you to go and take action on things whether yeah. it's about food about whatever now the problem with what we do now is we don't actually have to do anything before you had to do something uh, to get that dopamine spike, yes. you used to have to go out and talk to the girl. You used to have to go out and find the food. Mm. You used to have to go out and challenge yourself in a competition or whatever. You don't have to go out and talk to the girls anymore? <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Because I'm out of the game, guys. Okay, all right. I'll, 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 I'll explain what I'm talking about now. What I'm ex- I'll explain yeah, yeah, what I'm talking about yeah, now yeah, about no, dopamine. No, but no, no, no. Like, you're right. Most guys don't do that anymore. So... The problem is, is because everything's so easy or you can fulfill that need with something else. So if you're hungry or you feel bad, you just get a box of ice cream and you eat the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. Or if you feel bad, you're like, oh, I feel low. You get that dopamine spike yeah. whenever you feel like it, but you didn't have to do anything for it. Yeah. So like we talk about the participation rewards and stuff, you keep rewarding people for not doing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what that does is actually continually drive people's motivation and drive down. Yeah. You don't help them, you damage them. You're making them less and less motivated mm. because you keep rewarding them for doing nothing. Yeah. All right. You can't reward yourself or other people for not achieving or doing things. Yeah. yeah. All right. It actually damages people mentally yeah. really badly. So, mm. and and to do with dating, it's the same thing. Mm. Like before, to find any amount of sexuality or sexual access for guys, they used to have to go out and find that in the mm. world and then mm. be attractive enough to uh, attract someone of the opposite sex. Mm. Now they don't do that. Guess mm. what they do? They just sit down in front of their laptop, type in whatever they want, and there it is. And mm. you might think that it's not the same thing, but your brain doesn't know any different. Uh, it's still sexualization. It's still it's still stimulated. the same stimulation yeah. stimulation as sex because mm. you're seeing sex. Mm. Right. So now they don't even have the motivation to go out and meet somebody or find somebody because they can mm. just access sex through uh, uh, any type of um, you know online thing or device or whatever and it's no different than anything Um. like most like you know you might know a lot of girls or whatever that are addicted to instagram they're addicted to Mm. attention and all they put on there is bikini photos and blah 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 or just like oh i'm amazing my lifestyles are crazy oh yeah yeah, party 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 and they get a bunch and bunch a bunch of attention people liking and messaging and whatever yes but it's also like rewarding themselves for not doing anything like they Mm. think that all of that attention which it's peacocking it's the same as female animals or male animals and other things they, they attract the opposite sex to find a mate yes well now what happens is they attract all these people but wow. none of them want to have a date with them they just mm. want to have sexual access mm. so it's like you keep rewarding yourself and and people are rewarded for things that don't lead to anything positive and they don't actually there's no goal there's no final goal to it mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because you can just fulfill that need with other things. You fulfill that need with buying food because you feel bad. You fulfill that need with f- watching sexuality on the yeah, internet because yeah. you oh, you feel aroused. Yeah, you fulfill yeah. that need with attention and affirmation from someone you r- find, um, yeah. you know, that's suppo- like a, a man that some maybe that they would potentially want to have a relationship with yeah. that men don't want to have a relationship with anymore because mm-hmm. they keep advertising in such a sexual way. So... I think people are fulfilling a lot of needs <clears throat> just, like just to feel that dopamine spike because yeah. they don't do anything anymore. 
Yeah. Like people don't do difficult stuff anymore. That's mm. why like these people that are training in Mongolia that train for three or four hours, man, they have a huge dopamine spike yes. and then they come down, yeah. but they're working hard to have that dopamine spike. They're not sitting at home, yeah. g- you know, getting it from playing video games and then feeling unfulfilled in life because you're still having those peaks and troughs of what life's supposed to be like, ups and downs. Mm. You talk to any person that's successful in the world, they talk about how they had so many setbacks and so many setbacks and they to overcome this that is a normal trajectory towards life the problem is is people don't want to go through that anymore I just want to feel good all the time I want to feel comfortable all the time and it, it starts in most westernized countries because that's the ideology like you, you, you there's this utopian version of the world where everything's going to amazing it's going to be amazing all the time mm. and it's kind of i think it's coming into a lot of other cultures a little bit as things get more westernized and stuff but like yeah, yeah this is something i think scary man yeah because and and i think if the more the more people do martial arts the more people do things that are difficult the more people that go out and risk nobody wants to risk anymore yeah. Do you hey, need motivation? Do jujitsu? Yeah, exactly, mm. man. But it doesn't—it doesn't even have to be that. It could be—it it could be relationships. It could be going and seeing the person that you're scared to go and see and have a date with them or whatever. Yeah. But the point is—is is like, people don't risk anymore because it's scary, it's fearful, it's whatever. No, no, no. You're supposed to risk. That's a part of life. Having a relationship is a risk. Doing a business and it failing—that's a risk. Getting injured mm. doing sports is a risk. Yeah. But these are all necessary things for you to go and have a fulfilling life, man. Risk and do things. I don't mean go crazy. I don't mean like go out, get <laughs> shit-faced, do a bunch of drugs and punch people and go to prison. I'm not talking about that type of risk. I'm talking about like controlled risk. Everything's controlled risk to some extent. Yeah, You can't control everything in life and it can't feel amazing all the time. Yeah. And what I think happens now is people are so afraid of failure and looking bad and all these types of things that they don't commit to things anymore yeah. someone will do jiu-jitsu for a month and they don't get the blue belt that they wanted so they quit yeah. they go to a yeah. con and there's people here that are good that were good that were coming up like they're doing well they get a blue belt they get a purple belt they do this they go to a comp they lose they quit jiu-jitsu man oh, wow. because I don't feel good anymore because this made me feel bad mm. or they have a relationship and they argue two or three times and now like oh no this person's evil go and find somebody else and it's like that you can't you can't get to a point where you have fulfillment if you just change up everything all the time because it feels bad mm. do you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. you're supposed to feel bad and you're supposed to feel good and it's supposed to oscillate yeah. and when you feel bad that is an indicator because again I, I like to talk about things in very pragmatic ways like when you do jujitsu there's function for everything you do mm. oh when you're tight to somebody when you're controlling somebody what like when you create lots of connection what's the yeah. function the function yeah. is to control and manipulate somebody else yep. and when you disconnect from somebody and you loose from their body and there's not a lot of tension what's the function for that oh to reposition yourself to a better position mm. and th- that you can have a look at the same thing to do with feeling good and feeling bad mm. when you feel bad that's an indicator to change your situation. Mm. Oh, I'm not happy about my physique. All right, you get healthier. Mm. And then you get healthier. And then you find something else you don't like. Mm. Oh, I'm not happy about my job. So then you adjust and improve your job. That is the function for feelings. Mm. Feelings have a function. What I think people do now is they're not conscious about the function of themselves or their feelings. And they just do random, crazy like impulsive shit yeah. to try and feel better again. So so not 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 happy about the body, but then uh, you know eat the cheeseburger to feel better. To feel better, yeah. correct, exactly. Yeah. And that's what happens. And that and again that comes to dopamine. But everything's about feelings now. Yeah. Feels over reels. Yeah. You you can tell the person, hey dude, if you want to feel better, you stop eating cheeseburgers and do jujitsu and whatever. Yeah. But if you tell this person now, they're going to get upset. Yeah, they're going to get angry. Yeah. They're going to get like pissed off and frustrated. The the other thing is yeah. um the the it's a theory, right? So in the um in the western world, yeah. the uh, marketing and media is f- huge. Yeah, 100%. So 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 they're they're it's propaganda is brainwashing yeah, really. So exactly. Yeah. So so their biggest function is to make you feel terrible to <laughs> to you know, so like for example, hey, expensive trip Oh, uh, you go there to feel better, yeah. right? Uh, you go there and and your life, uh, that's that's the adventure of your life or whatever, yeah. right? Always or, chasing or, something or, or, more. Yeah, or, or buy this uh, Mercedes and then your friends will be better 
whatever. Yeah, or, or, or people <laughs> whatever look at, yeah, crazy, yeah, whatever, whatever crazy idea it is. thing right there, right? That, that's called chasing the dragon. I'm pretty sure that's like a drug drug use term. So like chasing the dragon is like people can never have the same experience as their first high. Their first high is so intense and so yes. amazing that every other experience after that is to try and recreate, recreate that. that yeah. And the only way to try to recreate that is continually look for more. Yes. and do more drugs and get yes. more money and have more sex and get more attention and get more, 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 more. Mm. And feel more dopamine high, feel mm. more. And the mm. problem is, is that doesn't actually work and it's not sustainable and it's self-destructive. And again, like you're saying, we're marketed to, to do things exactly that way. It's not about drugs, but it's about buying the house, going on the trip, finding the new girlfriend the younger tighter hotter whatever like <laughs> it, it, or or the or the female find the guy that's got more money and more status and is cooler and whatever yeah, and yeah, yeah. that's also a part of human nature there's human nature in that men want this women want that it's we're biologically drawn to things but the yeah. thing is is like you keep promoting to people that you're gonna feel yeah. you have to feel good you have to feel good you need to feel better you need to feel better no yeah you feel bad and then you feel good yeah, yeah. and when you're not happy you change the situation and then you feel bad again and then you feel good again and then you feel bad and that's a process to life mm. and trying to run away from that is self-destructive yeah and it leads to really shit spots yeah. and that's why people quit jujitsu because they don't get the result they want yeah. and that's why people leave marriages with and destroy their kids lives because then they don't feel good anymore yeah. you're not supposed to feel good yeah. i've had this conversation with a bunch of people and they're like oh you know and you know i've talked to i've been on dates with people yeah. and talked about it too and like oh you know i wasn't happy and all this stuff and i'm like yeah but that's normal and they're like, oh, what do you mean? Yeah. Oh, have a think about this. Like, you've been upset with family members before, haven't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've, sometimes you haven't spoken to them for a year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A month, two yeah, months, yeah, three yeah. years. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But you still love and care about each other. Yeah, yeah. And then you put that aside and you spend time together and all this stuff. And eventually it comes back. Because mm -hmm. you can't be bad forever. Yeah. Yeah. You might be upset with them for a year and then it comes back and now you're happy again. Yeah. It might have been when you were a kid. Your, your, your parents were really harsh and you, you, know, you didn't feel loved or all this stuff. But then you realize as you get older and you find more perspective, you go, you know what? They were doing everything in my best nature. Yeah. And then there's other people that had the best, amazing, most uh, loving experience with their parents. Yeah. Their parents gave them everything they wanted, but now they're resentful towards their parents because their parents pretty much formulated them into like a you know, an entitled sack of shit. And now <laughs> they're like angry with their mum and dad because their mum and dad didn't like put the, push them in a direction that was actually beneficial. And it's like, dude, like yeah. you, you, feeling bad and happy and all this stuff is just a momentary experience. Yeah, It yeah, could yeah. be for a year, it could be for 10, it could be for three, it doesn't matter. But yeah. it can't be all one way forever. Yeah, It's going to rebound and yeah. it's going to rebound and it's going to rebound and that is life in a nutshell mm, mm. and that's jujitsu there's times where you get smashed for a whole week and you get bashed rolling mm. and then there's times where you bash everyone else and you're on and you everything's on time it's great yeah, you knock yeah, the guy yeah. over and you do this yeah. and you do that that is a normal process you know what i mean like i think people really don't understand the realities of the world because you keep getting brainwashed by yeah. consuming Instagram, by consuming normal television. Like, you go and watch Netflix now, everything's the same story. Yes. Everything's the same yes, story. You can't, you can't remember the last thing you watched anymore. Because it's all the same yeah, shit. Yeah. And it's all the same, like, ideology, propaganda, whatever. Be an individual. They don't promote family and stuff like that. They keep promoting people to be individualized and, like, focus on yourself. Do your own thing. Go out there. Yeah. A lot of the time, men are weak now. They're completely pathetic in cry, most of the movies. Cry. They cry all the time. Yeah. They're completely emotional. And the yeah. women are the heroines and they destroy everyone yeah. and beat the shit out of 58 people and all this stuff. And it's like... It's just the same. And you know what's actually funny is like if you talk about Marvel and all this stuff, like a lot of their um, movie sales and stuff are going down a lot because it's the same like story yes, told yes. over and over and over. And people are like, man, why are you destroying all these characters that everyone likes so much? Yes. Why Why is Batman a bisexual now? What happened? <laughs> How did that happen? Why has he got purple hair and he likes men as well now? What the hell happened? What, what's going on? Um and and yeah it's it's uh, like the only reason pandering. I, yeah you're pan pandering pandering, <laughs> pandering to like uh, oh every, everyone's everyone's amazing everyone's lovely yeah. no 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 there's reality to this <laughs> i just find it funny because i noticed a lot of this stuff from just traveling a lot yes like man i was in abu dhabi you know a couple of weeks ago and you see like 
like you know guys that are in you know normal positions that are a cleaner or they work as a as a um a server at a at a restaurant or whatever but the guy's married to mm. a decent respectful woman and they got three or four kids and they're the happiest people ever mm. and they don't have a lot of stuff man but they're mm. happy because they got meaning in life he works hard to support her she might work a little bit but looks after all their children and mm. and like they got their purpose they got their stuff they complement each other they fit in well and whatever yeah what's happened now if you talk about like the division between men and women here it's like they don't need each other yeah they don't need they don't, okay. she, she makes her own money he makes his own money he can get sex everywhere because everyone gives it out liberally because we're a liberal <laughs> nation yeah and then like what do you need from each other or the guy's addicted to porn because he just needs the dopamine hit or, or video games or whatever so mm. like you said everyone has like a cope yeah. to to um fulfill their dopamine hit or fulfill their ups and downs in life yeah. But the way people go about it now is very self-destructive. It's not positive at all. It's not working out and working hard and building a business and building a family. It's drugs, alcohol, porn, attention on social media, this stuff. Like this is what people use for their dopamine hit now. Yeah. It's not real life stuff. It's not yeah. building connections with other people, networking, building a better life, interacting with people, traveling, doing all this stuff. It's this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really, and you said something before. It's like, oh, guys don't go out and talk to women anymore. No, they don't. A third of men are sexless in Western countries, in the yeah. US particularly. That's not the same for women. Yeah. Women are having more sex than they've ever had <laughs> because it's liberation. It's like, ah, yeah. do whatever you want. I know this is not really like a jujitsu kind of conversation at this point, but the, the point is, is it all comes back together because like yes. you need to get control over your life. And mm. how do you get control over your life? By doing, by having the ups and downs of dopamine, by by understanding that feelings aren't the only thing in life. And I yeah. think jujitsu teaches you that. Yeah. My perspective and the understanding that I have is coming from everything to do with jujitsu, mm. the training and the learning of your own emotions. Because mm -hmm. when you first start training, man, you get angry at people and you're pissed off and you're like, "Fucking screw this person! He just swept me!" Like, ah, and then you go like hey, that shit's not helpful. Me being aggressive and coming back and trying to bash the person doesn't actually help me do better at jiu-jitsu. Mm. I've got to learn how to control myself mm. first and then you can start to recognize things. Mm. And we've had a conversation with a bunch of people and it's like, when do you know you're actually getting better at jiu-jitsu? When you can actually remember what you're doing in a role. Yeah. When you can actually analyze what the hell you're doing. Yeah. Because I guarantee you 90% of people on the planet that live in Western countries have zero understanding of how they live their own life. It's just zombie mode. Mm. It's just emotional mm. zombie mode. Everyone's like, oh, buy that. Oh, do this. Oh, everyone else is doing this. Oh, they're just all going, going along with the flow. Like mm. they can't consciously sit down and say, hey, I did this because of that. Mm. do you know what i'm saying mm. i did this because i want to achieve this goal most people have zero goals they're just doing what they've been pandered to do like hey everybody the brainwashed to do program to do has uh what jiu-jitsu changed in your life because you're talking about uh, like healthy and stuff what changed um in relation to like diet the way you used to eat the way you eat now yeah, yeah. um like even like routine and uh, doing stuff like i uh, used to wake up in the morning now wake up early or later uh the, 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 yes everything uh to to answer that question yes uh the sport really changed everything i was trying to get better at this so um you know like sleep uh try and get as much of it as possible before coming in right so when you when you when you feel uh slept and rested is you know just roll better right yeah Your body feels better you feel better so you know all of that stuff so you try and like conserve all that energy to come get on the mat and stuff so and everything starts kind of you know everything else in your life starts kind of you know get aligned towards that mission to where you know hey come come on get on the mats as as prepared and as fully as possible so uh Diets and stuff, not really changed, but uh, still, um, like, drink less, 
like drinking less is one of the things to where you know I just trying I'm just trying to get as much rest as possible and now I think I I think of my body as you know hey this is my body you know before I never thought about it I never would give it a think yeah. you thought you know at all and now I'm thinking oh like for example like um you know I used to think oh you know you drink you go to sleep and sleep it off right but now I know that, you know, when you are sleep, sleeping, like, let me go back. When you are drunk, your, your body feels like, feels very terrible. Like, you feel like uh, nauseating. You, like hungover or drunk? Like, like, like drunk, really yeah. drunk. Like, yeah. you know, you just, your body. Yeah, it's toxic. Feeling terrible. It's toxic. Yeah, 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 you're, you're toxicated. Yeah. yeah. And then imagine even when you're sleeping, the, the same same thing is going on right like with the with the with with with, with your body trying to fight it off as well yeah. even though you're sleeping right so it's um uh, uh you know now i know that and i'm trying to like drink less and there was a uh point where i, I didn't drink for maybe almost a year like yeah. nothing like no drops like Eduardo would like, oh, you're my, you're my, uh, you know, like Eduardo's like, oh, you drop losing weight, mm. not drinking. Oh, I'm gonna do the same thing uh, because you know you make me feel bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know that kind of thing. So it was your inspiration to do the same thing. Yeah, exactly, right? exactly. So there was I was on the roll, and then now I think I'm relapsing to where you know eating a little more, um, and then not coming to training as much because I uh, changed. Um, work and then yeah, there's yeah. more more hours at, at yeah more stress yeah, more yeah, things yeah. like that yeah. so so it's, it's there's a, that little change coming in but still to your point Lucas uh, the, the this sport has changed my life the way I never um, you know did before even this long hair stuff right like I'm trying this long hair now yeah, yeah. like I never had a long hair in my life mm. <laughs> you know so so you know just just these small stuff like I never did it like before yeah. and the sport like you know makes me think in ways like um you know trying to improve a little better yeah and you yeah. kind of like open up your creativity and stuff like you're saying you try to do things you get more confidence you do it <laughs> um i think that's a really important point like um jiu-jitsu changes so many different things in life but i think like the things you're talking about improving is it just gives you better perspective in so many different areas it does, you know what i mean it does like you you recognize oh your health's important you recognize like oh shit man i'm feeling better now about myself and there's a balance to life and got to eat right got to sleep well and it, I, i've talked about this before but like it all comes from action because if you just sat there and thought about changing you don't do anything exactly. but when you throw yourself in the deep end and you force yourself to change because yeah. if you drank all the time and tried to do jiu-jitsu it wouldn't work you'd throw up you'd get sick you'd have all these problems so you have to change because of what you're doing um i've got to head downstairs because i've got a private session but this was a really good chat and i actually want to continue a little bit more but um i ran out of time so um hus yes thanks so much for coming on really appreciate sharing everything i would like to talk a little bit more about mongolia instead of me just ranting about society (laughs) society and how horrible people's uh choices are but we're gonna have to kind of cut it short all right guys you guys want to say anything else to close out that's it thank you very much thank you so much for coming on really appreciate everything and uh man monster the monster the blue belt that's coming for everybody watch out (laughs) thank you guys all right